Hello and welcome to Called Bank Sports. Um, to start off, I would like to apologize for Dale and I. Um, last week we used a click baby thumbnail um, <laughs> and someone on the jazz team must have seen it. They must have been really concerned with us talking about Quinn Snyder possibly getting fired and just what really was a click baby thumbnail. And we take full responsibility for the five game losing streak. Um, we're really sorry. And we know that there might be dire consequences for our decision to do that, but we will um, just have to live with them. And I guess you can put all of your hate towards us in the comments down below. So <laughs> this week's been rough for the Jazz, to say the least. Um, now, there's been players out. There's been Bojan out for a bit. Um, Rudy Gobert has been out for a bit. I believe Hassan Whiteside as well. And they were finally able to pick up a win um, against the Lakers last night. Thankfully, the hapless Lakers, who look like they're not even going to make the play-in tournament, and somehow, somewhere, Greg Popovich is just going to come back. And the Jazz definitely helped with that by gifting the Spurs a win a, a couple weeks ago. But... I, I'm trying not to be doom and gloom on the Jazz, but to be fair, like three weeks ago, I said, towards the end of the season, if they can't win games and if they're not healthy, I'm going to be freaked out. And so I guess I have to be um, honest to my past self and say that I'm concerned. Now, definitely, um, I know that a lot of Jazz fans feel like around one loss is eminent, and Dale and I are going to talk a bit about that. And if that happens, that's really concerning. There's Quinn Snyder rumors. There's um, Rudy Gobert rumors. Donovan Mitchell rumors. Basically, there's just nothing good in Jazz Nation right now um, to the point where I didn't even really want to record this today. But we're, uh, we're I'm going to do our best. I'm going to do my best to take a step back and kind of look at what's going on and see see what's going to happen to Utah. This has been an abysmal year, um, especially after last year, where I think a lot of Jazz fans had championship aspirations that carried over to this year. Um, it's just been terrible. And so, Dale, what a what have you kind of felt? Where where where's your mind at um, as concerning the Jazz right now? So like, the, here's the tough thing. So I I feel like in this episode we're probably gonna have some what may be overreactions, but that's kind of how the <laughs> league goes. Is you like I think the NBA just overreacts to things and to the point where if if things don't go great this season there's going to be some overreactions and there could be some big changes. You mentioned, we talked about Quinn Snyder last week. I think that's a real option on the table. There have been some like legit insider sources saying Rudy Gobert may be in on the table for trade talks this off season. Obviously that all depends on the playoffs. We have a few games left in the season. If the jazz get out of the first round, I think all of that's off the table, but let's take a step back and look at, what happened to the jazz this season? Like I, I think they like, obviously they underperformed, but you have to look at their, this stretch right now. And there was that stretch. What was it in? Um, what was it? February or January where January when it, everyone had COVID. Yeah. We, we played the Suns, and there wasn't a single starter available and some key rotation players on the bench weren't available either. So it's like you're going through a stretch like that where not your best players aren't available for multiple games in a row and the lineup looks way different. So like where the where the team is right now is a little bit con like like it is concerning because we're not winning games right now, but it's tough to be in that championship form in that playoff form when 
the Jazz haven't played nearly enough games consecutively with the same lineup. It feels like the lineup's always changing. So I feel like there's a reason for it. I I don't think just because of this bad season, it's time to blow things up. I do think it's time to have that conversation once. Well, no, I don't want to say once, but if they get out in the first round. Because this team has talent. Whoever they play in the first round, uh, I don't think they're going to be favorites going into it. But they have a chance at getting out of it. Like a realistic chance. Not a, oh yeah, there's always a chance. But a, a good enough chance that they'll get out of the first round. And once they get out of the first round, who knows what happens. Maybe they play a team that's injured, get out of the second round, make it to the conference finals. You're not going to blow up a team after they made it to the conference finals. So that's kind of how I'm seeing things. There's some excuse for it. It's obviously not fun to watch right now. Yeah. And it really depends, I think, a lot on how much bad blood is actually in the locker room. And I think that there's some, um, there's got to be something there, right? Like a five-game losing streak sucks. Um, We know that maybe not all the Jazz players are best friends. Like, there is probably some bad blood in the locker room. And winning typically fixes a lot of that. Now, obviously, you know, not always. Like, and you could easily won some more there. I'm saying with Shaq leaving the Lakers. Like, winning isn't always perfect. But it, it is just something I'm interested to see what happens to Utah as a whole and where they kind of go. I do think, like you said, that Gobert would be the player who would get traded. And there's not a lot of um, information out on trade rumors with him right now, but I have a hard time seeing the Jazz get get anything, getting anything in return for like and keeps Donovan Mitchell happy. And you mentioned getting some young talent. So do you get um, some players that are maybe going to be peaking in a couple of years and um, be able to push for the finals with the Jazz? Do you just end up going for a lot of picks and knowing that you might lose Donovan and just completely enter a rebuild mode? And as much as I hate it, like that's probably a better outcome than not winning a title with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and having them both leave in free agency. So it it's rough. And I do kind of want to – and you're right. What What's going to happen in the first round? Since right now it looks like the Jazz are going to finish in the fifth seed and have to play the Golden State Warriors – which is a, is possible. They could win that game, um, depending on how unhealthy the Warriors are. I think Steph will be back, but is he going to be back at his peak form? Um, and even if it's not his peak form, he's still really, really good. I would probably prefer to see the Jazz fall down to sixth and play the Mavericks in round one and the Grizzlies in round two. But do I want to see the Jazz play that poorly down the stretch? And frankly, I guess what it comes down to is I just want to see the Jazz healthy and playing good basketball. Because if they're not healthy and if they're not playing good basketball or if they're not playing good basketball going into the playoffs, then it's probably a first round exit. And at this at this point in time, I think it's more likely than not that the Jazz lose in the first round, uh, which, yeah. which is it's sad to say they're just not playing great right now. Uh, the matchups that they're going to have to work through. Um, Mavericks and Golden State, neither of them are going to be an uh, easy beat for the Jazz. And both, like, we were kind of talking, the Mavericks are hot right now. Golden State isn't, 
but Golden State has a star power and has done it before. So it's like, who do you actually yeah. want to play? It's a tough situation. But so, so let's talk about we've heard the rumors. We talked about things are probably going to blow up to some extent if the Jazz lose in the first round, especially if it's like if they lose in like five games or get swept. I, th- I think there's definitely going to be some big changes made. And so looking at yeah. the Jazz Jazz front office, I'm curious to hear like what you think they'll do. Do you think it will stop at a Gobert trade? Because right now their hands are tied. They can't really sign on any any new free agents. That They're kind of stuck with the roster they have. The changes they can make are all through trades, and their trades are limited because they can't take on any any extra cap. And so what they'll have to do like, if they want to give themselves the freedom to if they think they need to rebuild some stuff around Donovan Mitchell, because I don't think the Jazz are going to go into full rebuild this offseason because they're going to keep Mitchell yeah. at least one or two more years. If things just fall apart, then maybe we're looking at a full rebuild, but they, they have a piece to build around. Their hands are a little bit tied. So moves they can make are, are trading off older talent. So think players like, uh, Conley, Bojan, Gobert. Gobert will probably be at the top of that list. Unfortunately, even though he's the best player on the team and moving the coach, which we've talked about, like to what extent, let's say you're, you're the GM of the Jazz, you have to make moves. Your, your pressure is being put on you that you're going to lose your job if you don't make some big moves. What kind of strategy or route would you take in this scenario? No, that's a really interesting question. I think that... um rebuilding is always hard right like um it's something that's hard to do successfully rebuilding in the middle around a player again can be really difficult especially when like you said the jazz have sold out um on winning a title right like they've put everything into it they've traded a lot of draft capital like they don't have a lot right now and they um don't necessarily have a lot of great chips that will allow them to get better things in the future right um one thing that would be interesting that I just kind of thought of is, and I'd be intrigued to see what happened here, is if the Jazz somehow did a trade that involved the sign and a sign and trade of DeAndre Ayton, um, who, you know, is really frustrated with his contract and situation down in Phoenix, the fact that he wasn't given um, a max deal this past off season, and is there something there that the Jazz could somehow pick up Ayton? who I think would be a great addition to Utah um, and bring a lot of the positives Gobert brings um, along with some offense and some other benefits and the Jazz could get someone else in that deal. But I have I have a hard time seeing the Jazz making a trade with Gobert that allows them to get a good center um, plus some other things. And I the, the DeAndre Ayton trade probably isn't going to happen. Um, you could maybe do a three-way deal. I don't know, Dallas sends some things to um, Phoenix. Phoenix sends Aiton to Utah. And then Gobert goes to um, Dallas. Like, there's things like that that could happen. Um, but again, like, I have a hard time seeing a trade that I think this, this makes the Jazz better or at least keeps them at the same um, level that they've been at. So it's it's going to be rough. And more right now, if you had to ask, I'm probably towards the jazz on Mitchell, but Mike Conley, who's been struggling since the all-star break. Um, uh, you have Joe Ingles, who's gone and 
he was really important. You have Jordan Clarkson, who has been doing better towards the end of the year. And maybe you end up trading him and just kind of moving on from that. But the Jazz aren't in a great position to retool. It almost feels like they kind of have to enter a rebuild if that's what they're going to do. So yeah. I'm, I, I just hope you know that they somehow come out of nowhere and win a title this year. And we just look back at this week and laugh. But <laughs> that's a lot of hope and not a lot of substance. Hey, to, to be fair, our history with takes have been awful, so <laughs> so maybe this is a good sign. Um, but I, I like to talk about that if the Jazz are forced to trade Gobert, uh, it, it, you your options are go into a mini rebuild where you you get some pieces, some expiring contracts that open up cap room, and get some picks so that you can start building around Mitchell. That's probably the most likely option that they go for if they end up trading Gobert, which is frustrating because they're not really getting anything back. They're just getting cap room back. Yeah. Um, and, and that's probably what's going to happen if they trade Gobert. The other option is disgruntled star that is a good, uh, would be a good fit for Gobert. And I think you brought up Aiton. I kind of want to backpedal to that one. I, I think that is, I, I wouldn't give it like, this this has a high probability of happening, but I think it's in the realm of like it's realistic possibility. Aiton yeah. isn't Aiton's an amazing player. He's not the most natural fit on the Suns. He there there have been a lot of a lot of talk, a lot of rumors that he's going to want to get off the Suns roster. So let's say the Suns come through, they lose in the finals, lose in the conference finals again. Aiton does it looks even worse. He's really not performing well with the team. It's kind of shows even more in the playoffs. The Suns are going to look to get rid of him. They're going to want something back from him. And Gobert may not be the most perfect fit for the Suns, but that's going to be probably the best piece they could possibly get back for that Suns roster. And they're looking to win now with Chris Paul. He doesn't have a ton of great years left. Gobert would take a lot of that defensive load off. They, he would allow the Suns not have the offense. So that could be something that if the Suns are looking to trade Aiton, if the Jazz are looking to trade Gobert, that's a realistic thing that could end up happening. And you did bring up the three-team uh, deal, which yeah. is a possibility as well. So that's yeah. kind of interesting. I and know... I... Oh, go ahead. No, no, finish up, finish up. And then I have some comments. Uh, I, I was just like, it, it's kind of a rough... Uh, these past few episodes have kind of been a rough conversation because it, it's this team has been awesome. It's been fun to watch them, but uh, like it, it's tough talking about these kind of trade options when you know you're probably not getting equal value back for any player. Yeah, and Aiton is probably is the player that comes to mind right now that I would be thrilled to get back in. Um, just knowing we'd get an All Star caliber center, you know, back. I, I do almost feel like, though, if the Suns make it to the Western Conference Finals and keep it close or make it to the Finals again, even if they lose, I think that increases the chance of Aiton getting the um, the extension that he wants. But maybe he's just upset enough with the Suns on not giving him that extension. Like, we know from um, sources that it seems like Gordon Hayward was really frustrated that the Jazz didn't immediately give him a max offer and waited to match someone. And that's why he ended up leaving at the end of that contract. Like, 
players can hold grudge. I mean, anyone can hold a grudge, and players are, I mean, are people too. So, d- despite how we treat them, sometimes players are people, <laughs> um, or how we talk about them, maybe not treat them. So maybe that happens there. And like, yeah, there are some other centers like Bam at a bio, like. If you're able to get him for Gobert, which again, I don't see why the Heat would do it. Like, you're not going to just immediately say no. But, but like, you're not going to get Carl Anthony Towns for Gobert. Like, unless Cat, unless if you're doing that, you're probably sending a lot of picks to Minnesota, which the Jazz which you don't, don't want to do. The Jazz don't have, and you don't want to pull uh, Clippers and send five first round picks. Like, you can't do that as a small market like Utah. And I know know we're getting to the wrap-up point, but that's an interesting point to bring up where the Jazz don't have draft picks, and so they can't enter a full rebuild because they don't have draft picks to rebuild around. And so unless they're getting a bunch of draft picks by trading up players, a full-out rebuild is is not a real option. I could see a one-year rebuild where they pick up a bunch of expiring contracts and build through free agency. If they go the full-out rebuild route, like it's going to be a tough five years for the Jazz. Yeah. And who knows? Like Maybe the Knicks are willing to send a lot of draft capital for Gobert. Um, probably wouldn't do that because if there is bad blood between Gobert, they are trying to get Mitchell. Um, and I personally don't think we see Mitchell in New York if Dolan is con- um, continues to be the owner. But, you know, I'm probably going to be wrong on that. Uh does Boston really want Gobert and do they send a lot of draft picks for Gobert, which is pretty much what you need. It doesn't look like Brown and Tatum are going to be separated um, now that they're actually playing well together. Which so fortunate, which is unfortunate for Utah, it right? Be great it does to have show Brown. Like, like b- bad locker room vibes, which I think has been in Boston. Um, you can break out of that, you know, and you can start having success. I, and like I said, I mean, if we're betting, I'm not betting on the Jazz to win a title right now, but it's still it's still in the cards. And so I'm trying just to step back and have some fun with this and invest my soul a bit less in the Jazz right now. <laughs> um, but it's going to be rough. Like the Jazz are probably going to end up with the with the fifth seed. I'd almost rather have them drop down to six right now, but you know, you you're going to play who you've got to play and. It would. I prefer to play Golden State in the first round instead of the finals, um, just because how how healthy is Steph Curry? But overall, I just prefer to play the Mavericks, who are playing well. But I still think the Jazz could beat. So it's. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. We um, we know it's a rough time, and so you can be as negative as you want. But let's just try to maybe find some joy in the moment, if if that's possible at all. So. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, anything you want to add, Dale, before we wrap up? Like, I, I always want I always want to bring this up when we're coming into playoffs. No matter how the Jazz perform, make sure to enjoy the playoffs as a basketball fan. Don't let if they underperform, don't let that ruin the playoffs. But let's hope they overperform because that could avoid a lot of heartache of this conversation coming like actually happening. It's funny, right? It's funny how in the beginning of the season, we're like, they really need to make the Western Conference Finals. And now if they just make the second round, I think Jazz fans will be happy um, to know that they at least made it that far. So thank you guys again. um, And whatever happens, go Jazz.